Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Okay, we're here on CNN with the co-author of the book, The Canceling of the American Mind, Greg Lukianoff, CNN senior political analyst and anchor John Avalon, and special correspondent for PBS NewsHour, Jane Ferguson. Okay, here are the questions that the people of America want to know of our CNN panel. You're often on a CNN panel, Yes, right? I am. Okay, so this is just new to you, not new to you. What does the panel think of choosing Taylor Swift as Time Magazine Person of the Year? 100% for it. She totally deserves it. I'm not kidding. It's good for uh, no, I mean, yeah, who can argue? It's her on the cap, though. I mean, the cat should get credit. <laughs> no, just, I mean, it's a, it's a phenomenal year. I mean, we have not seen a year like that in show business, maybe ever. Um, what are the panel's thoughts on Hunter Biden being indicted? I look. <laughs> 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 it, it, it just it just shows that the equal justice under law exists. The president's son, you know, is going to get busted for evading taxes, and it, you know he did it in a lot of a moment of grief. And that doesn't really matter because he got to obey the law, no matter whose son you are, no matter who. It, it does really. It does really point out that one side does consider the law a little more seriously than the other. And the fact that they kind of compare it to Trump, like, Hunter Biden is not our hero. <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what kind of interference can we expect from Russia as the 2024 election heats up? None needed. Well... <laughs> well <laughs> no, but... but... <laughs> but actually, there, there's a story that just came out yesterday in the U.K. that U.S. was involved as well, that Russia is doing cyber hacking specifically with the goal of not only disrupting their election, but eroding faith in democracy itself. And I think that's the larger stakes. And we've seen this on, on TikTok, a lot of these things that go viral. You've discussed that. Um, you know, and, and now, you know, you see she, you know, Trump losing no opportunity to praise she in every campaign speech. You know, the, the guy, Donald Trump, loves dictators. But I think that dramatically increases the chance of interference only because people are going to want, those autocratic alternatives are going to want to degrade democracy and put us on a path towards decline. But are we flattering ourselves and thinking that that's what they need to do as opposed to sit back and watch? I yeah. mean, like, no. people, you know, by, there, was, there was, of course, the misinformation campaign and yeah. bots on Twitter yeah. making us all, you know, get outraged and row and fight. But it feels like that's taken on an organic life of its own now. And, like, oh. perhaps we're flattering ourselves by saying it must be in interference. It's I mean, both. we've seen this, we see this in other parts of the world, you know, whenever people, you know, rise up against, uh, against uh, you know, th their leaders and everyone says it's a conspiracy. I mean, yeah. by all means, Russia will and would love to interfere, they but are. I kind of wonder if, like, these days they really need to. I mean, well, this election is not looking too tight. Yeah. yeah. In, in canceling, we talk a, a lot about what experts have done to undermine their own credibility, unfortunately, in recent years, and that's also a big thing that Russia's trying to do as well, and unfortunately, they're, well, it's like, you know, they're complimenting each other in the worst possible way. Sure. 
Okay, what did the panel think of Vivek Ramaswamy's performance at the debate this week? I I mean, I I, I had to watch that? Yeah. Did you watch it? I did. (laughs) It's not on the test, right? (laughs) Uh, If you didn't see it, it was... In one answer, he managed to connect every conspiracy theory from the 21st century. Well, that's cool. From from 9-11. Except it was clearly a dog whistle to folks on the far right to sort of connect 9-11, say January 6th was an inside job, to talk about the Great Replacement Theory uh, and, and saying it was a Democratic Party platform. Uh, and, and to say and to repeat 2020 election lies, which are now a litmus test within the party, that symbolizes everything wrong in our politics. It's totally disgusting. It's disqualifying. It's pathetic, and it's pandering. He's done. <laughs> I think this is me off. But also. I think it also, though, uh, really speaks to a level of desperation. I mean, you have to you have to be pretty scared to start connecting more and more and more conspiracy theories together. I mean, there's got to be like a limit to where you know, once you've had too many, then you really look like you're losing. Got to so. work in PizzaGate. Right. But, but also, just to... <laughs> well, he did with the Chris Christie joke. Oh, did he really? Well, he worked in pizza uh, <laughs> or something. Didn't he say something? I mean, he made. He made a, a, a fat joke at, at Chris Christie. Uh, I just want to... I tried to like this guy. Yeah, I, mean, I had him on my podcast. Uh-huh. He had him on the show. He's a personable guy. Mm-hmm. But I just got to say, I mean, youth shows itself. I mean, he kept saying, the, the debates I watched, he kept saying, it's time for a new generation, which they all say when the young guy comes along. And this just showed it's not. Mm-hmm. Because this generation... <laughs> not that guy. What? Not but, that guy. Well, not that guy. Because... It just just showed, you know, come back. What my advice to him would stop, just stop it, go go away, come back. He's thirty eight years old. Come back in ten or twenty years and say, oh yeah, you know what? I can't believe I did what I did when I was thirty eight because we can all relate to that. <laughs> yeah. and, and like, I can run for office, not just straight for president because you want to get famous because you know your idiocy is showing. I mean, it, it also just seems so performative. Like, I get it. He, he, what he's thinking is the Republican Party likes dicks. It does. <laughs> but, you know, with Trump, it's authentic. <laughs> now you're kind of complimenting him. Well, like, no, he's no, not really a dick. He's not. He's he's, I think he's one. playing one. That, that's almost worse. That's all, exactly. <laughs> it is worse. It's almost worse. Trump can't help being a dick. <laughs> is playing one. Yeah. Also, I must say, say a number of Indian American Indian Americans I know who are friends of mine have said, Bill, please tell America he does not represent us. You know, that's like that's a bad guy to go out first. But there's Nikki Haley. Got Nikki Haley. Who, you know, like, do I agree with everything? Nikki? No, but could I easily live under Nikki Haley's America? Yes, and I might even enjoy it. I don't know. I mean, look, this is all... What hap- what's going to happen in the next two months between Iowa and New Hampshire is going to be enormously... I mean, th- this is a time for choosing Republicans have one last chance to not renominate someone who tried to overturn our democracy. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Jane, are the ro- Dublin is your hometown? Uh, well, New York City. Um, oh. <laughs> I, come, I come from Northern Ireland, just north of the border. Oh, Northern Ireland. It's complex. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, are the riots in Dublin a sign that extremist politics are gaining a foothold in 
Ireland. Okay, so explain what I read it, but you have to explain it's it. It's pretty wild. Than. So Ireland, I mean, about, I had to reread the story several times. It was about Musk, wasn't it? It, it, it? No, it was. It was really kind of. It's. It's a fomenting of a sort of uh, very, very tiny minority that's very loud and very violent. Um, that that it basically it's you know anti-immigration and it's it's all the usual populist <laughs> kind of conversations. I think well, the what fact- stirred them up? Wasn't that something on Twitter? I refuse to call it X. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it. A lot of it. Comes, a lot of it comes down to like rumors and misinformation, and and it, but it's grounded, and so Twitter's a big big part of that uh, there in this case. But but and Twitter's better, isn't it? I feel like it's so much X. easier to go. Uh, Twitter, I refuse to call it X, then go X, formerly Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> X used to be a drug, you know, like that's what, that's what people used to, you know, but. Um... And I'm also going to call Kanye Kanye. I'm not going to go with that. But the Irish thing, though, I mean, honestly, like, the, the thing that concerns me is that whenever you start having a pretty sort of violent, extremely right-wing uh, riot in Ireland, mm. I mean, this is just, this is unprecedented. We've had them here. Yeah. But, yeah, but, I mean, never in <laughs> Ireland. Like, I mean, Ireland is, it, it, it is so antithetical to everything, you know, we know about. Ireland was the first country to, by popular vote, legalise gay marriage, you know? I mean, Ireland is, is well, one of the most liberal places. Well, kind of late in the game, a though. A lot has changed. When, when was, when, 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 what year was that? That was 15 years ago, 10 years ago? That's kind of late in the game. All right. Raise a glass to Shane McGowan, by the way, speaking of Ireland. Yeah. But I will say, the probes died. I'm the, Irish. The attempt I to, know this. To, to ban hate speech in Ireland yes. that got passed recently. I, I see the same thing going in, uh, going on in France, and they can't seem to understand that they passed these anti-Semitism laws in the '90s, and somehow anti-Semitism got worse. And it's because you told all the anti-Semites that they can only talk to other anti-Semites. Yeah. What did you <laughs> expect great, to happen? Yeah. And right. this is actually the it same thing great. on college campuses <laughs> yeah. when students are not talking to one another. They're not like having civil discourse. Opinions don't go away because you ban exactly. someone saying them. You, we need to get, like, you know, especially students on campus, make them sit down and talk. Make them debate. And make them like, say this to each other. This is, this is one of the most important things that your show's doing right now, which is defining liberal values and saying we need to stand up against liberalism on the left as well as the Absolutely. right. And there's a group of common sense Democrats, liberal patriots, right. radical centrists that need to start taking the conversation back. All right. Well said. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week for our season finale. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.